Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Oh, yeah. It is the Odd Couple. I'm Chris Broussard alongside my partner, Rob Parker. It is not Rob Parker. It is Martin Weiss. And we are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studio. We'll do it live. TireRack.com will help you get there. They've got an unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and more than 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com is the way tire buying should be. And this, of course, right here, the odd couple is the way sports talk radio should be. So keep it locked here for the next three hours, Fox Sports Radio, the iHeartRadio app, or Sirius XM channel 83 and before I introduce my next guest I gotta say I was getting I was getting calls and texts today from Michigan and Louisiana and all these people I didn't know but they told me they're friends and family members of Martin Weiss and they were begging me to take it easy on him on his <laughs> oh, first stop it. his opening <laughs> time on the odd couple and, you know, they see how I pound Rob and VJ Husky and Ephraim Salam and all the guys that fill in here. Brian, no. 
and they wanted to make sure I took it easy on our guest, our fill-in for Rob Parker, Mr. Martin Weiss. What's up, man? Hey, Chris, When you, I thought you were getting all these texts from Michigan and Louisiana. I thought people were just trying to figure out where you were from. You know, <laughs> where, where, where's, where's the reunion? Where's the return? Hey, I'm surprised I, you didn't get I've a few from Ohio as well. I got connections to both, as you know. I got connections to both. But it's good to have you, man. Thanks and for look, having me. Martin Weiss is co-host of the Martin and VJ show every Saturday here on Fox Sports Radio. 4 to 7 Pacific, 7 to 10 Eastern. So uh, we glad to have you, man. We glad to have you. Hey, man, thank you. I appreciate it. The day after the NBA draft, you know, yes. it's, a, it's a very, it's a fast, you know, Chris, I'm excited to be on with you today, one of the preeminent voices in NBA coverage. This is a huge basketball day. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, it is. I'm, I mean, especially when we're talking about this guy, Victor Wembenyana. I'm surprised Ooh. he flew across. He, I'm surprised he didn't just walk across the Atlantic Ocean <laughs> on his way to Brooklyn. Step, right, step, exactly. Right. You know, we, right. I mean, they're calling him the best prospect since LeBron. I mean, I, I can't – if anybody's got the history and the context to have the conversation, it's you, my friend, and I'm excited to be here today. Well, we about to do it, man, no doubt. Let's introduce the iCouple crew first. We got DJ Alex Tyshirt on the ones and the twos on a funky flashback Friday. He's, where's Alex? I'm in the crates. That's right. That's right. Uh, on the updates is our man Steve DeSager. Hey, Steve. And running the show, Rob G, is off. So we have our man Patrick Suica doing it. He did a good job last night as we broadcasted live from 275 Park, the new comedy club in Brooklyn, New York. But tonight you brought it up, Martin. Let's get to it. Let's hear Greg Popovich, the legendary coach of the San Antonio Spurs, who uh, is now coaching, as you said, what some are calling the best prospect in American pro sports history, Victor Wimbayama. Here is Popovich. More than O's and X's to begin with, we'll be most interested in setting a framework uh, in an environment where he's comfortable, where he can be Victor. Uh, he's not LeBron or Tim or Kobe or anybody else. He's Victor, and that's who we want him to be. All right, Martin, uh, you can have first stab at it. What are your expectations this year? And, and we'll, we'll maybe get to the career as well, but what are your expectations for Victor Wimbanyama? See, I think he'll be, I mean, I'm thinking coming out the gate somewhere more than 15 points a game, less than 20, more than 10 rebounds a game, less than 13, like around that area. So I'll say like 17 and 12, and I think that people are going to be vastly disappointed in it. And honestly, in part because of the reason of so much hype, like you said, you got newsbreakers saying yeah. that he's the best prospect in American sports history. <laughs> like when you say things like that, the the idea that this guy is going to just come out and have a, a regular rookie year, that would be a massive disappointment in terms of the expectations set. If he comes out and averages 18 and a half and 12, it'd be one of the best rookie campaigns of all time. Right. But I don't know. Really, my so takeaway from the last people two people feel like like I hear you. I, I'm thinking 20 points uh, roughly, maybe a little more. Eight to ten, eight or nine rebounds, two to three blocks, which obviously would be a great rookie season. So what are you? Because I think if he does that and he looks like like he shows us the promise of oh, oh, 
yeah, he's the truth and everybody was right. I think people will be cool with that, even if it is 18 and 12, as you said. But what do you think people are expecting? I mean, Chris, when you talk about this guy is supposed to be the greatest prospect since LeBron James, well, I get that there's people that have, have – and I and honestly, over the last three days, four days, I can immediately see how the whole split twenty years down the line of LeBron, people who will never accept LeBron as I, I get it after watching this and the whole Victor so Wembanyama conversation. Saying, are, are you saying that you know I look Jordan is is widely regarded as the goat, but I've admitted that it's very possible, maybe even likely, that in fifteen years when the people your age and even younger are controlling the conversation that LeBron is regarded as the GOAT, but you're saying LeBron may not even get that little moment in the sun because it might just be win by Yama? No, what I'm saying is LeBron James walked in the NBA and after year two has averaged 27-7-7 until year 21. Right? right, he walked in to the NBA against Sacramento and had 20 points. In game one, and never no, really looked twenty-seven. Wet. I was okay. there. there you I go. believe it was 27, nine and seven, or something right. like twenty-seven. So it's like twenty-seven, yeah. nine and seven. He walked into the league and was ready to go. Man. No stop. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? Full right. go. No stop. It's completely unfair to me to see this guy who's got the body we've never seen before, right? In terms of his his frame. And what we say his ability is to expect him to come out and say, you know what? He's going to make 10 of the next 20 conference finals in his conference. Because that's what LeBron did. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's crazy to me. So, and I don't think necessarily in terms of the way that I don't believe he's got the polished offensive game to walk in the NBA and create seven to eight buckets for himself every night right now. He's going to get rebounds. He'll get his put back dunks. No run plays for him. But I'm wondering how many times when the rubber meets the road, late shot clock situation, you're passing the ball to Victor Wembanyama to get a move off. We've seen it well, in France. I, I feel but you. we got to Le- see it with the next level of athleticism that we see in the NBA. Right. LeBron That's didn't have the polished game yet either. Now, he did have the athleticism in the body. But he wasn't much of a shooter when he came in the league. And like you said, he's the only player ever to step into the NBA straight from high school and be great right away. He wasn't obviously what he became, but he averaged 21 points a game as a rookie. However, he didn't lead his team to the playoffs until his third season. And so I I do think Wimbanyama can, look, he's not, a great outside shooter yet. He shot 29, 28% from three, but he does have the form where it makes it looks like his jumper is going to be nice. You know, eventually like it'll get better. He's got a post game. He's good on the pick and roll or the pick and pop. He's got footwork down low and he runs the floor. And to your point, just being his size, I think he'll get to the foul line and He will get putbacks and dunks and things like that. And remember this too, Martin, because Popovich, even as he said, he's not LeBron, he's not Duncan, and we all get what he meant, he's Victor. But they are giving him, rightly so, the LeBron, Duncan, Kareem, Magic, Jordan treatment in that they are building not only the the team but the culture 
around him. Like he, they're coming in and, and it's smart. We're building everything around him. So the offense and Popovich is great at switching his offense and his style of play to his personnel. So right. I think he's going to put in whatever the best system is for Wimbayama. And remember, they're not a great team, certainly. Maybe not even a good team at this point. Uh, Chris, and somebody has to score. <laughs> they were yeah. a bad team last well, year. Well, but I'm saying when he gets there, we'll see if they're still a bad team. Are they mediocre whatever? But somebody's got to score. Kelton sure. Johnson averaged 22, for goodness sake, this year for them. So I think all of those factors, he should be around 20. Um, but I look 18 and 12 and the promise, you know, you can just see in this game that, oh, this kid is the truth. I would be fine with that, but you're right. The expectations are so high that maybe some people look at that as a disappointment. I mean, cause I mean, the way that we're setting it up, I mean, and, and I mean, not just you, but like, and I've seen you go on TV and say things that will get clipped and then you'll see the well, Twitter yeah, conversation going off of the, the converse, you know, if, but, if no, indeed, but, yeah, the, the point, what though, people are saying to the point, the, though, the everybody scouts. wants to go back and point and be like, oh, he's just like Kevin Durant. Right. Or something like he's like a, a new. Well, and Chad Holmgren before him was just like Kevin Durant. But when Kevin Durant was in college, we saw Kevin Durant at 6'10 exhibit some of the best guard skills at the level we had seen. If you go back and watch. He didn't the have the handle this kid has. Oh, KD didn't yeah. at the time. Well, yeah. I know that he was a knockdown shooter, and he was bringing the ball right. up the court against in Texas against like the highest level of of, of American competition. The level, at that point. He didn't face the level of competition this kid has faced. Who can, you think? I would argue. You that, think that yeah. Victor Webinyama has faced higher competition than Kevin yep. Durant did in college? Yep. The way the international teams—I mean, they beat up on our our college kids thirty years ago when we we stopped sending them to the Olympics. So, I mean, you playing in a professional league overseas, not like a top one. It's not the top one, but the French league is a good one. The team that beat his team in the finals yeah. had, had several ex-NBA players. So he's faced better competition than Durant faced at Texas 15 years ago. Okay, well, I, I believe. I'll, I'll give you that. I'm, I'm, I'm full disclosure, but I'm I haven't broken down. Step you know in the other necessarily be better, I ain't but but what I was saying is we saw Kevin Durant. Durant exhibit guard skills in in college, like in college, and then we was able that was kind of easier to project. The questions about him was: Is he strong enough? Is he going to be able to bench right. press? That was it a big wasn't, question. It wasn't the game, you know. It was nothing about his game, and I get that Victor Wembanyama is projecting to be a good shooter because of his form and so on. But a lot of so much of Victor feels like projection but in this really? moment. And See, I'm not I, don't, saying... I don't agree with that. I think the only concerns about him, now he's a little different style game than Durant. He's not the shooter Durant was, but he's not going to have to rely on his jump shot. He, Like I said, he can post. He can get putbacks. He can get mid-range. He can get, you know, dunks. He can run the floor. His footwork in the post is good. Like, uh. I'm just Part, saying, like, is, he can roll to the basket. Durant wasn't going to be doing that see, stuff. So, right, so even this, if it's just part, part of the problem, Chris, yet. this is part of the problem because if we're talking about him like he's supposed to be this guy, you show me, like, go, go back to the NBA Finals. Well, a big problem that Miami had offensively, Bam couldn't hit an eight to 10 foot jump shot or, was, or wasn't taking, look, he wasn't taking those <laughs> jump shots to where Jokic was being left. Jokic on defense was not necessarily forced to guard Bam in the same way right. that they're forced, that the Miami was forced to 
guard Bam. I'm mean, sorry, that Miami was forced to guard Jokic on the offensive end. So Bam six nine. Okay, this kid's and, half a foot taller look, than Bam, and, and he was the, like the 13th pick in the draft. But I'm saying he's fine. He's a fine player. But which one is it going to be? Is he going to be the most dominant? You know, pro player out there in terms of because like yeah, Demontis Sabonis is the top five center in the league, but he wasn't shooting elbow free throw line jumpers, and it's a part of the reason why the Kings didn't advance. So like, what when is, we talk what, about, I don't get what you here. Let me let me make this quick point. The the only questions I have, and I I think most people have about Wimbanyama, is his frame and his health. I I look, I get it. He ain't Dirk Nowitzki yet from the outside. He's 7'5". He can shoot over anybody. What Like, he can run the floor. He's athletic. He's got a nice handle for a guy. That's all for sure. Like, he ain't just got to – Durant wasn't going to be able to go inside. Dirk either. This guy can do that to some degree. Hey, I just hey, you know, I, I I get it. He's not a finished product offensively, but you're talking about him like eh, his handle shaky, his his jump shot. Heck, he shot better from three than Scoot Henderson did this year in the G League. Yeah, but Scoot Henderson's got athleticism out of this world, and he's got the wings. This guy's six, seven eight, five and athletic. Hey, I'm not I, Chris. I've read his stats. I've seen his height. I know all of that. But the thing, all I'm saying is, he was point, the MVP point across of the, the NBA. With grown men. So point across the NBA in the, this current landscape, but that league got full of grown men. How many guys seven five and better are out here being the best players on their team? How many guys seven five or better are in the league in general? Well, there's there, a reason. Right. There's only been a couple of seven five guys ever and but here the thing is there's a but lot the, the you, problem with a lot of them was injuries it wasn't their size so when you come in telling me that this is the best prospect of all time i'm thinking you gotta have some that has to calculate into it some form some form or fashion you have to be able to say i'm predicting this guy the best prospect of all time should be predicted to have a 15 20 year career of success right so that well, that's, he is well he's this, not we'll get we'll continue this it's the odd couple Chris and Martin, we're going to pick this conversation right up where we left off at. Keep it locked. It's Chris and Martin, the I couple, Fox Sports Radio. You got to have the bones. You got to have the structure. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. This is Steve Covino. And Rich Davis. And together we are Covino and Rich. Covino and Rich. Thanks, buddy. Uh, That's right. Covino and Rich, Fox Sports Radio's newest hit show. Heard weekdays from 5 to 7 Eastern, 2 to 4 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Every Covino and Rich show is available as a podcast. Just search Covino and Rich wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe. I'm such a rocking dude. The show features our unique take on sports, injected with some fun, humor, and relatability. Listen to Covino and Rich five days a week on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Covino and Rich, give me a hell yeah. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. 
His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed, and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steels every Thursday, each episode provides an in-depth exploration into the formative artists, monumental albums, and socio-political factors that have shaped gangster rap from its emergence in the 80s to its enduring impact today. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form. We dive into the socio-cultural aspects that gangster rap boldly addressed, from police brutality to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go. All right, it's the Odd Couple. I am Chris. He is Martin. Martin Weiss is in for Rob Parker. We're live from the TireRack.com studios, and we're brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. You can get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. We usually take calls at this part of the hour. We'll do it next hour, but I... Martin Weiss came out of the box firing 
He has so much to say. We wouldn't have much time for calls this segment. So I want to get clarity. I didn't really fully understand what you were saying about what you expect from Wimbayama. Do you think he's overhyped? I get it if you think saying he's the greatest prospect in American sports history or he's going to be the best player on both sides of the floor in three years. I get it if you're saying that's overhyped. But you seem to be talking about him like he really ain't all that. Chris, what I'm saying is I have no idea if he's going to be all that or not. And I think that if you can come out here and say, because of the fact that like, if you can come out here and stomp on it and say he's going to be a this, that, the third, you, I really feel like I don't know where you can base that off of. Even if Well, you you're watch- basing it off what the scouts are saying. You're basing it off what if you've seen or read a lot about the stories of him in France and you're basing it off, you know, the brief times where he played in the, uh, you know, the G League, he averaged 37 points and, and also the success of international players. We heard similar, now it wasn't this much, but we heard a ton of hype about Luca. and I and others was like, hey, all right, yeah, we'll see. Let's see. All we see in our highlights, let's see what he does against American competition. Luca came over here killing folks. All right, so that's what a lot of people are basing this stuff on. I agree. I haven't gone over there to France to see him play, but listening to the people who have, all right, and what they are saying through the league, that's what people are basing everything on. And, you know, seeing – the little bit of highlights and stuff that we've seen. I hear you. Yeah, you're right. You got Giannis. You got Luca. You've had an influx of international talent that has has has, has come up and been at the top of the league. Nikola Jokic, another one. But the thing of the matter is, these are individual instances. You say the success that they've had. Well, prior to the international influx. All the players damn near in the college in, in, in the draft were from college. They had varying degrees of success What's as well. What's that got to do with this? They also had I, success. What like, is your thesis statement about Victor Wimbledon? My thesis statement is this. You know what, Chris? When's the last time you bought a car? I'm in the car market right now. When's the last time you bought a car? Uh, about a year ago. Okay, when you bought that car, you went to the dealership and you test drove it out, right? You didn't just walk in to the right. Rolls-Royce dealership and say, hey, you know what? That car was $65,000. You didn't just lay down 65000 right. cold, hard cash and walk out with the keys. You went there. You popped the hood. You took it around the block. Why? Okay. Because it's okay. a major Get to investment. The point. We, we the got point, a time limit the on these point segments. is, if you don't check out what's going on under the hood... It very well could explode on the next block. Who hasn't done that with Nobody, Chris. Nobody's seen Chris, him play. What Chris, are you talking about? Four and a half, four years ago, Zion Williamson was the greatest thing since sliced bread. Four years later, he's a trending topic on Twitter, and, and right, they can't figure down. out whether okay, that's going to get traded. Hold on, you're All making, I'm saying you're, is, hold on, hold on. You're making comparisons that don't make sense. First of all, Zion is all that. When he plays. When he plays. But hold on, but, hold on. That's hold a, Chris, on. That, you know, the Martin, play was great, Miss Lincoln. Bruh, bruh. You about to get kicked off the high couple if you don't let a brother finish. Say something. Hey, my fault. I thought it was the high seat. All right, I I'm just saying, bro. We both, it's a both of us going to talk here. Zion is great. Zion is everything he was advertised to be and probably then something, to be honest. He's 27 and 8 and on 60% shooting. Essentially for his career, 26 and 7 for his career on 60%. His problem is he can't stay healthy. Now, if you tell me, Wimba Miyama, you doubt he'll stay healthy, that's one thing. 
But you're sitting here acting like the brother doesn't have game or at least game that should make people think he's going to be a superstar. All right. So Markel Fultz before him, another number one overall pick. He, what was his health? Fultz. Listen, all I'm saying is Markel. Chris is Markel Broussard. Fultz. How tall is Markel Fultz? Hey, Alex, ring the bell. Didn't I just let how him get the thing on? How tall is Markel Fultz? I'm just saying. Well, my you whole bring point it back. is. You got to come. You know this is the eye come. My entire point is this, Chris. You better come with some correctness. My entire, Markel Fultz. My entire point is this. Markel Fultz is like 6'3". We have seen guys who got all the hype in June and July, and we've been hyping up Victor Wembanyama for the last two years. And all of this, we don't know until it happens. Because like you said, Zion is all that and, and delivered when he's healthy. That's the biggest asterisk out. That's well, like asking Mrs. That, Lincoln, how that, was the play besides the Big you Bang? Saying, you saying he can't shoot, his offensive game is lacking, you're questioning, you seem to be questioning the competition he's playing we gonna, we going to get Olden Polynesia's view on this, but first got to go to our man Steve DeSager for the update. Steve. Hello, gentlemen. Let's start with Major League Baseball. The matchup this weekend, Atlanta, winners of eight straight at Cincinnati, which has won 11 in a row. The Reds are first in the NL Central, game and a half over the Brewers. Atlanta Braves scored five runs in the top of the first inning and now lead 5-2 at Cincinnati in the top of the third. Royals at Rays this weekend. That game's tied to make that 3-3 after three. Rays with a record of 52-26. Minnesota Twins are 38-38. and 38. That's good for first place in the AL Central. Twins are winning 3-0 at Detroit in the bottom of the third. Pirates have lost 10 straight. They're losing tonight 1-0 at the Marlins in the bottom of the fourth. Phillies have a 2-0 lead after the first inning against the Mets. Now, while the Cubs and Cardinals will play a two-game series in London this weekend, including tomorrow on Fox TV, it's official that next season the Mets will play the Phillies in London. And for 2025, the Players' Union has approved a possible series in Paris. Mariners at Orioles in a rain delay at the start. Mariners outfielder Julio Rodriguez will be in next month's home run derby. All-star weeks in Seattle this year. Dodger outfielder Mookie Betts will also likely participate. The A's have a record of 19 and 58. Oakland has lost eight in a row. The A's are leading 3-0 at Toronto in the top of the second inning. The Buffalo Bills gave coach Sean McDermott an extension through 2027. GM Brandon Bean got the same. Fox TV will have a USFL playoff game Sunday night. West Virginia basketball guard Kirk Creasa will enter the transfer portal. He just transferred there from Arizona. And Keegan Bradley is tied for the lead at the Travelers Championship in Connecticut where it's due to rain tomorrow morning. Back to you. All right. Thank you, Steve. It is the I Couple live from the TireRack.com studios. Our next guest is a former NBA veteran, now Fox Sports Radio NBA analyst. Always keeps it real. Old and Polynesian. Olden, what's up, bro? Uh, Is he there? Yeah, y'all. Hey, we got Martin Weiss in for Rob Parker, just so you know. Oh, who, yeah, that's, uh, why said, that's why I said hi, Martin. What's oh, going okay, on, Olden? I couldn't hear. Okay, you, cut, yeah. you cut out in the beginning, man. Yes. Thanks for joining yes. us. Glad you know. All right, look. We were just arguing about Victor Wimbanyama. What are your thoughts? Is it just way too much hype in this kid? You know, what do you think about him? I know you haven't probably seen him play too much, but what are your thoughts about him? But the funny part is I have. And so oh, I've, I've okay. been watching him for the last couple of years. And, I mean, again, the NBA, one of the things that I love about the NBA is the fact that they know how to hype. 
they're the biggest hype machine there is. And so there's a lot of hype behind this. And to me, I'm not buying. I'm selling because I've watched him play against the better players over in Europe, and they just completely dominate him. You know, the bigger, stronger guys, they, they just dominate him. And so the division he's playing in, yes, it's a, it's a good division, but it, it's nothing compared to what the NBA is. And so, again, I've said this before. I've seen this movie before. I've seen Chet Holmgren. I've seen Bobo. Bo. I've seen Ralph Sampson. Bobo? Bo? I've seen these guys. I've seen these guys that, oh, my God, they're over seven feet. They can handle the ball like a guard. They can – I've seen this already. So what's he going to be – I mean, like, okay, he's not going to be the GOAT. What's he going to be in your group, you know, roughly, you think? He, he hopes He hopes to be better than Sean Bradley, in my opinion. I'm serious. <laughs> Yeah, he hopes wow. to be better than those guys. Sean Bradley. Uh, I mean, I'm not even putting them in Yao Ming category right now. Wow. No, no, no. Don't you wow this, Chris Bruce? I'm go ahead. wowing. Go ahead and bark at Olden Powell, no, NBA he, look, vet. My man pulled checks out this league. Was out here making he out there, uh, uh, it uh, a long time vet in this league. Out here saying he could be better than Sean Bradley because when Little Mario Weiss over I, here had the we, question, we had Olden Polonies on the show to get his opinion. And he gets to share his opinion. That's I disagree, Olden. Opinion. I think he's going to be nice. But we'll see. I, I'm shocked. You said Sean Bradley would. Martin ain't even going that low. Hold up. The, no, listen. And I, it wasn't like a disrespect. Sean Bradley lasted a while. I'm just saying about guys that people talk about, they're over 7'5", and just, you know, shot blockers. He's going to try and do all, all the stuff that he was doing overseas. It's going to be very difficult for him to do in the NBA because you got to remember a couple of things. One, the style of play that um, Spurs run, you know, Popovich is going to put him in the right situation. I know that. Right. But right. instinctively, he's going to want to bring the ball up. Pop is not going to let a 7 5 guy bring the ball up. <laughs> I don't care what anybody's saying right now. It's, it's the, you know, that marriage, you know, the honeymoon. We're all in the honeymoon phase. Okay, he hasn't had a two-week road trip. He hasn't done any of this stuff, so he doesn't know what to expect. No, no player has had that anything. coming into the NBA. What's that? No player's had that coming into the NBA. The competition he's faced in France is better than the college level at this point in time. I don't believe so, but and okay. you saw he dropped thirty-seven and on the G League in two game over two games. Like, you that's, know, the G, that's the G League. You know, the G League is above above is a is a is one slot above high school. Everybody's okay. raving about Scoot Henderson for averaging sixteen points in the G League on forty three percent shooting. Again, hype. We're we're doing too much for so little. That's my whole thing. That's the only All thing. Right. So let's wow. disregard it. I got some I skeptics. We're just doing a lot a lot for a little. All right, o Olden, let me ask you this. Olden Polonies, former NBA vet, Fox Sports Radio, uh, NBA analyst here on The Odd Couple. Let me ask you, so me and Chris were going back and forth with this, and I think one of the issues that Wembenyama will have in the NBA is something that is not necessarily unique to him or to tall people, 
but I'm not sure if his ball handling ability is going to be enough for him to create his own shot. When we see other players who are creating his own shot with consistency down the clutch, like when we talk about who are the best players in the league, that's one of the things that I think di- differentiates them from kind of the everybody else's is their ability, late shot clock situations, late game situations, to break a guy down and get a good shot. Do you think he'll be able to do that five, six times a game coming into the NBA? No, I don't. And, again, it goes because of the fact of how the NBA plays their style, you know. So you don't think teams are going to scout him and figure out certain things. They're going to run schemes at him. So he's going to have to figure all these things out. And, again, he might be coming off, you know, the, the third game in four nights. We don't know. And so, to me, one of the things also in watching him play overseas, a lot of the guys that he's shooting over, they were like 6'5", six, 6'6". And so to me, you know, now you're going to have taller guys, bigger guys, stronger guys that you're going to have to be able to maneuver around. And then there's a damn damn, uh, double team coming. So there's so many different components. Again, that's why I always like to, like, wait and see instead of running my mouth and saying, you know, A, B, and C. I don't know. But I will say this. Again, I've seen this, so that's why I'm not so – high on all of this because I've seen the tall guys coming in, you know, and oh, thinking they were going to make a big difference, and they haven't. You've already run your mouth, and you're not giving an A, B, or a C. You're giving an F. You're I didn't say I was giving him an, an F. F. I didn't give him any grade. <laughs> or a D. See, Olden, this, this is the problem with where we're at right now. If you say he's not going to come into the NBA and average 25 and 10, then all no, of a sudden who, you that? think he's going to be a bust. Who's saying I'm that? Just okay. saying, oh, no, 25 no, no, I'm, I'm saying, Chris, I'm saying if you if, – if, if across the board, if you show any reservation that this guy may not be the like a top – 15 player of all time, people are like, oh, you sound crazy. But in reality, all I'm really asking to see is it happen a little bit, just a little bit. I would love okay. to see it happen in a so game. Me, let me ask you guys a question. Name me, I won't even say five, name me three guys that came in at 18, 19 years old, okay, that dominated the NBA. Well, I mean, LeBron, you can't say anybody dominated the NBA, cause, but LeBron that came, came in, in and average 20. Yeah, okay, let's LeBron say came, came in average, average 20. 20. Uh, yeah, just I'll LeBron. And then LeBron, that's it. Go ahead. No, just, I mean, because, you know, it's only been a handful of guys. Moses Malone went to the ABA, played well, but, you know, that's well, the I mean, ABA. I, 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 Tim I mean, there hasn't been a ton of guys. Only one straight from high school was LeBron. Thank but you. the two guys, the two guys – I think the only two guys I could compare to this in terms of the hype was Kareem and LeBron. And both of them lived up to it. Yes. Okay. And that's two out of 5,600. No, but nobody else has been hyped like this. There have been guys that have been hyped, but not like this. There's only been two. And so, and Kareem didn't come out, you know, like it wasn't, you know, I, listen, my point being, Wembenyama, I wish him well. He he's going to a great organization. You know they're trying to say well because they had David Robinson, Tim Duncan. I get all that. Pop has not. Pop is Pop. You know he can say all this stuff, but Pop is going to go back to what he knows best. You know he's not going to change for somebody for something he's been doing for the last twenty plus years. He's going to remain Pop. 
He's going to yell. He's going to scream just like he did oh, with Tony God. Parker, just like he did with Duncan. But don't, they've been telling be anybody all of that. Yeah, that. All his mentors are from the Spurs. So what does that mean? D.L., Tony Parker. Okay. And until all you right. get yelled at, you don't know what to expect. You don't think he's been yelled at over in France? No, no. Everybody's you know the coaches over in Europe are harder on, on the players you know, than the college coaches. Him. That's why we have all this hype thing going on right I mean, now. I'm not buying the hype, and, okay? And, Chris, to the I point. I want him to show it to me. I'm about to say, to the point, wasn't this whole Metropolitan's 92 situation set up to promote him, to prepare him to get to the NBA? At least that's the reporting that I've seen is this team scenario was set up for him to succeed, which to I mean, succeed exactly. It was success. It was set up for him to be the man, right? So it's yeah, set up for him to be the man. Being the man. He handled the right. ball. Everything was geared towards him. How are you not going to have a good year when you can take any shot you want whenever you, you want? If you can't shoot, it's not like he but, shot thirty percent from the floor. He was I'm an MVP in the that, league. Chris, Chris. You know the other guys on the Spurs, they want to get their shots too, right? Because Man, they got look, contracts them, coming them boys up. better get in line. Them, them boys better <laughs> know their role, all right? Ain't nobody paying to see Keldon Johnson and Jeremy Sohan. They they coming to see Big Vic. But I like it. Everybody I like it. has, I think, Chris, I think everybody I, has an ego. <laughs> I think you and Martin Weiss had lunch today, and y'all said, we're going to give it to Chris. Hey, Martin I, over there cheesing because you – you agree with him and all that. It's good. I it's promise good. Look, you. Being, and I'll hey, be the first to say. Being, this is being I'm, the first. Uh, I am going Poland, off first the time reports. Ever talk. I am going you know, off the you reports. Know gonna, you know it's always going to be 50-50, right? I just happen to be one of the 50 on the other side. <laughs> that is our man, Olden Pollen. He's great stuff as always, brother. Thank you. My man. All right. Thank you, guys. Nice meeting you. All right. There were other picks last night, Martin, and uh, – of course, Michael Jordan made the second one. Jordan has not had the greatest draft record. Did he blow it again? We'll get to that next. Ah, a couple, Chris and Martin, Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready. You know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. 
We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So... How'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangsta Chronicles, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steels every Thursday, each episode provides an in-depth exploration into the formative artists, monumental albums, and socio-political factors that have shaped gangster rap from its emergence in the 80s to its enduring impact today. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form. We dive into the socio-cultural aspects that gangster rap boldly addressed, from police brutality to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go. All right, it is the Odd Couple, a lively version of the Odd Couple. Martin Weiss in for Rob mm. Parker. We're live from the TireRack.com studios. At the end of your first year, Discover Credit Card automatically doubles all the cash back you've earned. That's right. Everything you've earned is doubled. Seriously. See terms and check it out for yourself at discover.com slash match. All right, Martin. We know Michael Jordan's drafted Adam Morrison and Michael Kidd Gilchrist and Noah Vonley and, and, and Frank Kaminsky. I mean, it's it's a bad list. It's a bad list. Um, He drafted in his last draft for the Charlotte Hornets as their majority owner. Uh, he drafted uh, Brandon Miller out of Alabama, number two, the 6'9 swingman, over the guy many people seem to think was the second best player in the draft or prospect in the draft, Scoot Henderson, who went number three to Portland, the 6'2 point guard. Do you think Jordan blew it again? Uh, for me, I go, yeah, I think he got – I like Scoot a lot. I'm big into his game. I like his athleticism, and I think we've seen in uh, Donovan Mitchell and John Morant before. Uh, after him, there's several different guards. I just just picked two, but athletic guards who 
are downhill type players can in and Donovan develop has developed a better three point shot. But I think Scoot can get downhill early. He's going to be able to defend. He's got long arms, and I like his athleticism here. The thing, Brandon Miller, honestly, I get he's a he's a stud in terms. And he was for the regular season, and nobody really wants to talk about it. And I understand why because all the off the court. Uh, right. issues and and the, you know being and be, like that's not something to just gloss over like being involved in the a capital murder stuff yeah being involved in a, in a murder investigation is a big deal right you know what I'm saying like even if you're just like even if the involvement is minimal just the pack the fact that it's something that's happening around your life is huge I don't know if that had the if if it was that that affected his play down the stretch. Right in the NCAA in the tournament. NCAA tournament and in the SEC tournament before that, or if he had a little bit of a groin injury uh, there. But for me, it just was a lot of issues surrounding Brandon Miller to the point that if I'm the guy making the pick, and I know that you know the talent's undeniable, and when you you, you want to talk about the South Carolina game, he had 40 points. Right. Right. If I got to if I'm you know, hitching my wagon to somebody, it just feels like it, I wouldn't love to do it there. Now, I, 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 I think that um, I like Scoot as well. Um, there are some things I got questions about. You know, he he's he shot 43% in the G League, 27% from three. Like you said, he's definitely a downhill point guard, but his jump shot in today's NBA – it's going to need some work. Now, he'll be able to get to the bucket because it's easier to get to the bucket today than ever. So he'll do that. I think he'll be good. But um, I most people look at, because they went with need over maybe who they thought was the best player, at least who everybody, most people seem to think was the best player. But And what most people point to, Martin, is, oh, the Blazers did that, and look what happened to them. They passed on Michael Jordan for Sam Bowie. Two things. One, Scoot Henderson, as good as he may be, is not going to be Michael Jordan. Right. And I don't think he's ever going to be as good as he could be, ever lead a team to a championship. He could certainly be a 1A, a second best player. And I'm saying that based on his height. There's been two players in history to do that, Steph Curry and Isaiah Thomas. All right. And then the second thing is Sam Bowie could not stay healthy. And that was a big part of why he never lived up to his hype either. So, if, if we don't think Brandon Miller's going to be, and we have no way to think, reason to think he's going to be an injury casualty, and then we know we Scoot's not going to be the greatest player of all time, I don't think that is a comparable scenario. So I get it. Scoot may end up being better, but I do think Brandon can play. And I agree. I, I, I've said, like, how in the world does he go scoreless in an NCAA tournament game or nine points in another one? But during the season, he was nice. He does play a lot like Paul George, his idol growing up. And um, I think I actually think LaMelo's better than Scoot. Uh, LaMelo I, was 23-8-6 and six last year. Shoots better than Scoot. I think he passes better than Scoot. So I think you got your point guard. And if, if Miller can play, Martin, then that's a nice little duo. Well, and, to, and the difference between LaMelo and Scoot may end up being negligible, even if Scoot is better, right? You know, down the stretch. Like, LaMelo's also had his injury concerns. Right. But, you know, Charlotte took him with the second overall pick for a reason. Never third pick for a reason, rather. Third pick. But you know what I'm saying? They took him for a reason. Like, right. he was highly hyped, very much like some of the hype that we see around guys here. Think fascinating about Scoot. We're going to talk about a little bit about American-born players and kind of where are they. 
Scoot kind of went to that G League Ignite, something like the same way that some other kids do in Europe. When they focus right. on the... Uh, All right, we got two hours left. I couple, keep it locked. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. And I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown. Even working with you from Kerry Hilson, Adonis. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, I was 15, 14 doing that album. So like I said, I was in school like, yeah. okay, this is how you do it. This is how you make a song. There's a verse, a pre-course, and then mm-hmm. a hook. I didn't know none of that. You learned I, that over a summer, bro. That's what I, it felt like. That's what it felt like. Listen to R&B Money on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts.